Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yoda Speed, it's the Sportive, episode 225 or so. Hi, it's been a while. Uh, I think I've got Stu with me. Can you confirm, Stu? Um, I can confirm. Brandon, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. Do I also have Clarence Swamptown? Confirmed. Wow, amazing. So there's three of us. Uh, John has not joined us, but I can confirm uh, he is alive. So I... Um, well, as of as of now, the recording we're recording this at nine thirty-five. Who the hell knows uh, specifically where he's at? But we know he was alive earlier today. So um, we got a lot of worried emails, hundreds, maybe thousands of emails. It the inbox was overflowing at our official sportive email address. Um, so just to let everybody know, John is probably alive. That's the best we can give you right now. Um, Close, and when he yeah, joins us I mean, later, we'll have, yeah, I, I, I worry. I really do. Um, I think, uh, most people know that, uh, uh, Clarence Swamptown, who for years, not months, not weeks, years has been calling for the U S men's national team in soccer to be completely overhauled, stripped to the fucking floorboards. And he's been mocked. He's been ridiculed. Mocked. He has been mocked and ridiculed. Repeatedly. And as of last night, the U.S. men were eliminated from the 2018 Copa Mundial, or World Cup, by Trinidad and Tobago, home of Billy Ocean, who sang such songs as Caribbean Queen, Lover Boy, and, of course, When the Going Gets Tough, the tough get going theme from the movie *Romancing the Stone*. Yes, so, it was. Um, and John is a diehard soccer fan, and I, 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 I know that he doubted Clarence. He wasn't outright questioning him, but he doubted him. Mm-hmm. And happens often. Well, it, yeah. Um, so I just we hope we hope he comes home. We just want him to come home. I, w- I hope it wasn't because he felt that I would be boastful. Mm, no. Um, you That's not you. No. That's not no. you. Unreasonable. That's not how you roll. Right. Um, Much like Kendrick Lamar, you're humble. <laughs> King, King Kunta. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe not. No, that's not. Um, no, I would have been. I would have been um, grounded. I think I just would have let him 
um, you know, was he not ready to apologize? That's fine. I understand it takes time. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, I'm going to demand it eventually. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I would have needed it tonight. So he could have been, he would have been welcome. You would have given him an hour of grace period, one episode grace period. Sure. Sure. I think wallow that's. Wallow in his sadness. It's, it's not only he's sad, he's probably, he's got to be feeling a lot of shame as well for being so wrong about this team. Whereas you, a uh, uh, soccer savant who he's been friends with for years, was right about it and told him multiple times. And he didn't want to believe it. So I think there's the combination of sadness and shame and embarrassment uh, has to just be weighing on him tonight. Here's the, maybe the frustrating thing is I've been accused of um, trolling on this issue. Uh, something sure. I wouldn't do. Um, one, one. Let's be. Let's just head it off at the pass right there. I would never do such a thing. Now, trolling, in my opinion, on soccer would be something like. Soccer sucks, LOL. You know, that's troll. Yeah. Not that's just base level. Um, not, you're not, you're not, yeah, not. You're not Clarence Meat Sauce Town. You're Clarence Swamp Town. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> my my criticism of the U.S. Men's National Team. I've offered specifics. I've offered detailed names. I've offered detailed criticisms. On how to imp- how to improve, I've said who they should hire. I don't see that as trolling. I think that's actually offering a level of um, detail that rises above trolling. So, um, and then to be proven right all along, and then after being proven right, being just being told that you no, know, you're just a troll. Um, it's hurtful. Yeah, sure. And I'm assuming, knowing the man you are, you take no satisfaction in being right on this one. I can't imagine you would. No, I. Uh, last night, did I did I want to um, laugh and and just offer a let's say forty to fifty tweet long tweet storm on the on the subject, individually calling out uh-huh. each each little bitch. That mocked and ridiculed me. I did. Of, of it's course. in my drafts. Yeah, you're you're just a man. It's you're written. Just a human man. I just didn't. They're written. They <laughs> they were written, which you know is a sort of catharsis in its own sense. I didn't just didn't press send. Just know that they exist and could be sent at any time. So just, you know, just watch your step. Just watch it. The level of specificity you've given about your direction of where this organization was was so detailed down to the level of when other people had differing opinions, you gave them a precise location on where to shove those mm-hmm. opinions. Mm-hmm. Forward, right? It wasn't backwards. just generally speaking somewhere. I mean, it was, no. it was within a couple inches. You knew exactly where those opinions yep. needed to go. And did they shove them up their butts? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But they're all doing it now. You know, the thing about American soccer is, what is it, my point, my, my criticism, the point of my criticism was it needs a youth movement. I think that's what I've been saying all along. And yeah. instead, what they've been, they, <laughs> they went the Billy Martin route, and when they fired Yergi, which I called for, and they finally did, what I, what I asked for was a youth movement. As Stu put it, stripped down of the mm-hmm. floorboards, what the, uh, what, what U.S. men's 
soccer needs is um, a boost to energy and and just a, a whole new look, similar to what the Twins did. They had Terry Ryan, the old guard, and it just wasn't working any longer, so they brought in, you know... Uh, Boy geniuses. What's the guy, 16 years old or whatever he is? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the U.S. men's soccer team needed to do the same thing. And instead, what did they do? They hired somebody, I think he might be older. <laughs> he was fired from the job previously. Maybe he's not yeah. older, I don't know. But he's a similar age. They went with the elder movement. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the exact opposite of what, which is, I don't it's even rare. know if that's a thing. It is rare. Yeah, it would be like if the twins fired Terry Ryan and hired... Branch Rickey, which, <laughs> who's been dead for like 30 years. Wayne Twilliger. <laughs> Where you got we, it, yes, buddy. But no. I, go the other direction. They went the other direction, and maybe this will work out. I think it has a chance to work out well. Um, U.S. men's soccer didn't. They went with Bruce Arena the opposite direction, and I said, it's a mistake. You need to go younger, and I offered specific names. And... To date, been mocked and ridiculed last night. Um, I take no no solace. I take no pride in. Um, There's no comfort what here. What happened? You're not happy about it. No, no, no. I don't. Uh, Cold comfort. And uh, you know, I got a I got a, a text from Stu last night. I wasn't aware of the soccer game occurring. Um, I got a text notification from Stuart last night, telling me what happened. And Stu did I I had every opportunity to go on Twitter and and fire off that oh, yeah. said storm. Yeah, you would have been justified. I didn't take it. You could have done that, you yep. know, just quick you know, check hopped onto Twitter from yep. from where you were at and just, you know you know, said, I told you, I told you and I know I told you. I mean it was right there for <laughs> I you. I could have done it. You had opportunity. You had, we all you had motive and opportunity. But you didn't. I had the I had the tweets written and I didn't send them. So to be told, then um, you know, to be con- continuously mocked and ridiculed again today, that's yeah, a little frustrating. But I'm, I continue to stay on the high road. Mm-hmm. High road, and that's, uh, that's where I'll be yeah. if you need me. I'll be up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. Uh, I was expecting. I was not expecting the amount of... I wasn't expecting that to happen, I guess, to begin with, but I wasn't really paying attention anyway. But John was so sad. Jeez. Did did he make the claim this was about as sad as he's ever been as a sports fan? I believe I mean, he did. He did. I believe he did. I, I try to get into soccer. I do my best. I like it. I'm bummed that they're not going to be in there because I enjoyed watching the World Cup last time around. But, man, was I just miles away from him emotionally in that one. And I, that was a real <laughs> yeah. bummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I the the unfortunate thing is we need somebody maybe Stu can offer it. Surly's big into the the soccer scene. Yeah, I, I need somebody to give me some perspective on this lust. Give me an example. Equate it to something I can get my hands around. Like it it would be like the is it? I kind of hate bringing this up, but is it goalie? Is it is it golfers? Um, Holy Cross. Is it that? No, extent? gosh, no, is no. It, this is. I think this is worse. Is it worse? Yeah. Like as far as Way like worse. odds, like the chances of their them losing. I think this is. Um, I'm looking for. 
wasn't it a thousand to one yeah. or something yeah. of no. them not making yeah. it last night? I mean, it was. Yeah, like that doesn't exist. No, it, do, it does, Clarence. Chris, uh, Chris Long, I, because it was three things had to yeah, happen. Yeah, the three upsets had to happen basically for this to happen. So, like, I think Chris Long said, if you put a hundred down, you would have cleared like fifty nine grand or something insane like that. <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah, it was just it was it, it, yes. So, um, you, you also have to find a bookie who would take Trinidad and Tobago wagers. So I. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I I I was thinking about this myself, and I just I couldn't come up with a good one. It's just so like it's all, it, maybe like the Gophers basketball program getting the death penalty from the Haskins, and like just not existing for like four or five years, which is basically what happened. That's I don't think it's the yeah. I was gonna say it's not the most apt thing. College but, is the only close. Thing. Yeah, I. It's like if Gary Anderson missed that field goal and the result of that was not only losing the game but the vikings had to stop playing for three years of course that would have gotten us out of that giants this hurts really bad yeah that's true (laughs) yeah uh silver lining there but yeah i mean it's just like he doesn't even not only is the is the loss hurt and it's not there is no next year now right there's no nothing for a very long time. It's just like, okay, well, that but doesn't, it's not, that's no. not a part of my life anymore. It's They keep saying that, and then like next year they'll be playing in some tournament, and everybody will yeah. be all excited. And I'm like, wait, wait, a, you were just in another... No, this is... Yeah, I'll be like, no, you were just in a tournament. You said this was it. And they'll be like, no, this is the Ivory Cup. Ivory Cup, uh, yeah. They're going to be deluding themselves for a couple like, years. What? And I think what we need to do here, Clarence, and this is, uh, I'm going to have to look to you here for guidance, but I think we're going to have to get right back on that high road at that point. That's the so? time when we're going to have to be like, cool, good, enjoy the soccer. Turn. I, I, you know, the friendly, we're going to, friendlies are going to be happening a lot over the next few years, and it's only friendlies. It's friendlies for the foreseeable future, as far as I know. The next one to really matter to go ape shit over is, I don't know, 2022? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. A long, long time. From, I guess the qualifying up until that one. So, uh, well, I, I don't know. I guess I was expecting you to give me some more context as the soccer guy, but I guess you're more of a big picture guy. Big right? picture. You're not an no, X's and I'm O's. big picture. I, yeah, I'm Elon Musk. You know, I'm not down yeah. like chainsawing the trees in Puerto no, it's Rico. No, like I could I'm do like, that. I just, boy, I have I just ideas mess on how to get power to Puerto Rico. I'm not going to be clearing brush from no. the roadways myself. I no. here, Battery packs. Okay, I'm on to the next issue. I'm going to just tweet out the words battery packs. Battery packs. That's, that's it for me. That's right. And then people are like, wait a second. Wait. Huh? No, I'm already on a whole different issue. But yeah, Space. Don't, I don't need your huh. I'm already Hyperloop. Uh, I've already, I already uh, solved it for you guys. Seven different issues already I've solved in the time <laughs> that it took you to type H-U-H question mark. <laughs> that is you. I've always <laughs> said you're like Minnesota's <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> I don't really fully know who Elon Musk is. I he was, he was in the band Tesla. I think he played guitar oh, on the their cover of Signs. So I think that's oh. really good. He's still kicking around. He's still on the circuit. Yeah. He's probably playing at the casino this Yeah, uh, casinos and month. county fairs. Good for him. Yeah. 
Stu, is is a Tesla considered like a you know of the hair bands of the eighties? Mm-hmm. Are they considered like actual the, the hair bands of the eighties are kind of teased a little bit? I think mm-hmm. they're kind of if they are celebrated, they're celebrated ironically in yeah. a sense by the music. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, Hipsters, whatever you want to call them, snobs. I don't want to call them snobs, yeah. but music. No, no I, I, we prefer hipsters. Um, Snob Tesla, is not I, the preferred nomenclature. No, I apologize. I, and I, that's why I, I wanted to avoid it. We'll go with hipsters. You're forgiven. Um, yep. Is Tesla looked at as a step above, let's say, your poisons? Yes. Yeah. Nelson? Yes. No, are they? They absolutely. I, I can't speak Why? for it today. What? Um, because they didn't have are as... Are they better sp- instrumentalists? Uh, they didn't have as much makeup, and they didn't have as much teased hair. They were just like a bunch of... They, I think they're from like Oklahoma. They weren't from like, you know, Jersey or, or Los Angeles, so they were more <laughs> heartland. Like, they were like, kind of like a Bob hmm. Seger of the hair metal scene. You know, just ah, these heartland okay. rockers and... Um, at least they were, they were considered like the hair metal band. It was okay to be like, yeah, they're not that bad. Like, you know... I, so I think, and I, I can't say what 2017 holds for them, but uh, yeah, they were considered at the time. I think the they're all right. They're not cheesy. They're like you know, who would be another one? Give me a contemporary peer of Tesla that that hipsters also liked. It's honestly Cinderella. I think Cinderella was really well liked, even though they definitely and I like they them. had the hair. I mean, they had yeah. a ton of hair. But like they also, they also had, they had like they, pianos. They the oh, they, I think they did some makeup at least. At least nobody's fool era um, Cinderella. I don't know about don't know what you got till it's gone era Cinderella. I think they might have gone a little more plain Jane on that one. But um, I think they were plain Jane. But he was like in that video, he looked like he went through like whatever Aerosmith left behind <laughs> after a concert. He just rummaged that machine the from the fly. There's a headband. That machine from I the... I can't tell if there's a headband or a scarf. I'm putting it on my head. The machine from the fly only. He, he stepped into the chamber and like one of Steve Tyler's old scarves was in there. And that's how he turned out. <laughs> but yeah, Tesla and Cinderella, I think, were the two most uh, critically liked of that era. They obviously didn't take nearly as much shit as uh, Jovi or the crew... Or um, sure. any of those like poison, and I like them all. Yeah, so and, I, I, and obviously Guns and Roses was a whole separate thing. They were they were just so massive, you know. That's you know a whole other conversation to be had on that front. Sure, I've got a couple of Tesla fun facts for you if you want to hear them. I'm not. I'm, I'm always all about it. Uh, formed not in Oklahoma but Sacramento, California. Close right. enough. Which uh, the Oklahoma of California? Yeah, it is the Oklahoma of California. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been well, to Sacramento. I think that's actually apt. That is absolutely. Uh, that's the, the most apt thing I'm ever going to no, say. Cali- <laughs> the most apt thing. Uh, all right. Fun fact number two: They had an album entitled "Bust a Nut." Well, cool. Yes, know, they did. Hmm. That's not and, a lot uh, of anyone. They have Right that on. was on. That was on the McGrudy's yeah. jukebox forever. Like Bon Jovi went with slippery with wet, kind of a little yes. bit, you know, a little tongue and cheek. Little, nope, bust, bust a nut, just straight. I love your, orgasms. <laughs> Yo, follow up. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's less artsy, you know. It just sort of. Uh, and then their <laughs> uh, jizz rules was their follow up, uh, and then. <laughs> Uh, the the third and least fun fact: they have a guy in their band named Dave Rude. That's cool, Dave Rude. 
That's a rock. Uh, they're still kicking, by the way. They are, as of April 2017, Tesla has been working on a new album. Well, good. So just be on the lookout for, for that. They, are, they work with Phil Collin of Def Leppard. That's a guy that they like working with. Oh, cool. That's great. I'm yeah. glad. That, that Beat's getting a real job. I mean, if they can, like, you know, get yeah. by doing that, shit, man, do it. Do it as long as you can. Get, ha- get like, yeah, regretful, that- regretful hand jobs from the, you know, the groupies that were following you 30 years yeah. ago. Hell yeah. Right. And they're just, now their hands are just calloused. Just mm-hmm. cigarette oh, stained God. and calloused. Disgusting. Liver spotted. Okay, guys, let's take a quick, let's take a quick pause. I'm going to try to see if I can dial in Mr. Mr. John Marthaler. So do Sweet. I actually literally this... have to pause my thing? No, you just have to sit there and wait for two seconds, and, and we'll talk to you in, in maybe five seconds. So and then don't we'll press any out. button. You need to dumb we'll this down. Just, just, don't just, do anything. Just, just, sit, just wait. Just take a big gulp of beer. I'll be right press, back. Okay, and let's see. Press the button then? Um, no, don't have to press anything. And we can, like, this can be where we put our uh, commercial break at 1950. Sure. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back. Guys, I'm back, and I brought John with me. John, are you, John, are you here? What's happening, fellas? Uh, oh, boy. John, John, uh, we're talking uh, Tesla. We're talking about right. band Tesla. And uh, we thought we would just talk about lots of, lots of things, uh, just sort of distracting, uh, weird, just things, you know, to kind of take your mind off, mm-hmm. your, off of your life, if possible. Is that okay? Does that sound like That's a good... That's perfect. That's exactly cool. what I need. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's get into... Okay, so let's be done with the Tesla talk, and let's get into some other sports. Uh, Stu, I have a question for you. I'd like, to, I'd like to direct this question to you. Yes. Can you please tell me what your boner clock, what time it is in the boner clock for you regarding the Vikings? Because I'm very confused at how much of a boner I should be having right now. They're 3-2, and two, mm-hmm. but they have Case Keenum starting. I'm, just please, give me a time. Um, oh, God. Um... Four thirty, I don't. That means it's inverted, right? <laughs> I it's inverted. Yeah, it's, so it's back up. It's, I see no reason <laughs> to look forward to this Sunday at all, other than the chance, the like, the Trinidad and Tobago chance of uh, the Vikings. Yeah, Sue, the Vikings. I know. We, we I know. I know. I know. But it was, it was top of mind for me. But that that <laughs> chance that they will upset Aaron Rodgers with Case Goddamn Keenum at quarterback. Um, so that's, uh, I mean, that would be like, I remember the time Jim McMahon beat him, even though his arm was completely shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I, I think I that would be, that would be comparable to this. 
because I just don't see how. I mean, the defense is good, and they. I mean, they have to like get multiple defensive and special team touchdowns. I think to win this game, and I don't see it happening. So that's why I don't want to lose to Green Bay because that sucks. And Green Bay's pretty good this year, and that sucks. And they're three and two, but they have, you know, we have no idea how Teddy's going to be. Uh, Sam Bradford is walking around like a Civil War veteran on the battlefield right now. So I just, uh, it's weird to be. They've actually played. They're. I didn't think it would be three and two at this point of the season, but I have. I'm not enjoying it at all. I enjoyed week one because it was so weird. And I enjoyed week three just because it was even weirder. But two and four sucked, and this Monday night game was just so fucking weird that it took that much shit happening to beat a horrible Chicago team that I just don't enjoy it at all. 4.30. That sounds weirdly accurate to me. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just confusing. Um, you know who doesn't agree with your assessment of Sunday is Vegas. They think that the Vikings are like, or the Packers are like only three point favorites. Hmm. That's baddie to me. I'm expecting a bloodbath. But that's, that's on the road. So it's basically like they're six point favorites, right? Yes. Uh, Neutral. Yeah. But even that feels like, well, it's football. So anything can happen, but I feel like they're way better than the Vikings. But then again, Case Keenum, top five QB. So we got him. (laughs) We got our QB of the future. Uh. I know every Packers fan whines about their defense, even though they win every game. So I guess what I'm saying here is that all Packers fans should be rounded up and put in camps. Yes. <laughs> Sportive endorses that. Yep. We've, we've been pretty steady on that point of view. We haven't waffled at all. No. Hmm. John, how are you feeling about the Vikings? Well... Honestly, that Monday night game against the Bears was the first game that I've been able to actually sit down and watch almost the whole game. And, man, I came away with that with one reaction. Boy, the Bears are terrible. I mean... The Bears are just bad at football. So I mean, they the only good play they're going to have this entire year was that two-point conversion. That was a right, that was yeah, an incredibly cool play I, that was uh, offset by every other thing they did on the field. Yeah, I and think, they treat their quarterback like he's a uh, like uh, my two year old tonight took a shit in the toilet and we just went crazy. You know, it was right. just crazy. We're like conga lining around the house, and it's embarrassing. But that's you know he shit in the toilet, and we're so happy. They treated Trubisky like that. Every time he'd complete like a three-yard pass, everyone's just going nuts. And the, oh, he did it. He's still alive. Yeah. So Good that's not a good you. sign for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Mitch, we will give you an M&M every time you complete a pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not a good sign if you're – he somehow has, as a number two pick, it looked to be extremely low expectations. And I don't know how you can go about doing that, but that's really one of the keys to being successful in life is keep those expectations for yourself just as low as possible. Somehow he's figured it out, maybe because he was not good in college. But it was an ugly game. No. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, it was not uh, – yeah, the Bears scored on a safety because Sam Bradford can't move. They scored on a tipped pass in the end zone. They scored on a wicked two-point play. Um, and they what was their other? I can't remember what their other score was. It, 
but they were just it was not an impressive uh, fake punt. Oh yeah, fake punt. So fake punt. Two, yeah. two gimmick plays, a safety, and a tip pass is how they got to seventeen. So yeah, I don't. I just they're a horrible team. We barely beat them. Um, congratulations to Harrison Smith for getting the easiest interception he'll ever get in his life. Um, and man, I, I'd love to see someone give me a reason that they can beat Green Bay this Sunday, but I, man, I don't see it. Well, I mean, they seem to have a good defense. Mm-hmm. They Case Keenum has been playing really well, mm-hmm. and even Bradford, uh, for the most part, that first game, obviously, he played mm-hmm. really well. So they've had good quarterbacks. They've got... But it, even after all that, they still kind of suck. I don't understand why I think they're so bad, but I, I definitely think that they're not a good football team. I would Maybe Diggs was out. Is that... Could be a reason. And Cook... Old Dookie is out now, yeah, too. Cook so really hurts. The, the future's not that bright. No, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, our friend uh, friend of the podcast, Michael Rand, was talking about how they spent three first-round picks in the last seven years on quarterback, and they have no idea who the starter's going to be next year, which is really fucking suboptimal. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, that one hurt. Yeah. That, that was almost too cruel. That is cruel. Because point like, obviously, I might have just let that one go. Yeah, that's just, that is so cruel. I mean, obviously, Teddy, that's a fluke, but, you know, you tr- made the Bradford trade, and you make that bet, and then I don't even want to talk about the third one. Um, cause that'll just, uh, nope. Cla- <laughs> Clarence's attorney will show up again and talk about things he's allowed to say and not say. So we want to keep him on the podcast <laughs> the rest of the way. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Rand and, uh, Vensel were talking about this on the Twitter today. Um, a name that might come up for next year, given the situation they're in, I like this. is Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might be another one of those rentals, like a Randall Cunningham, Brett Favre, Warren Moon thing, where we get, try to squeeze a little. Jim McMahon. <laughs> Um, I do think Breeze might actually have a little bit left. Um, so I, I honestly, I give me a better option for next year, given what we know right now. There isn't surprising one. though that he wouldn't resign there. Yeah, would be is that is that a thing that's going to well, happen? I mean, I feel like he's just going to be there for four more years and call it a day. I, I I'd be shocked if he left. I would be too, but I mean, it's probably going to cost him a fair amount of money to keep him. And yeah, possible. And it's not like they drafted a quarterback. Like if the Chiefs, mm-hmm. with drafting uh, old Pat Mahomes Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, the second. Sorry, Pat. I know he's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like they have that situation. So I don't know. I mean, I would take Breeze, obviously, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet a dollar on any other. I have no idea who else I would. Um, yeah, I. Teddy, I, 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 you know, watching Bradford, I, I just felt sad. I think uh, I sent a text to Clarence just saying, "What this is? This is this actually is? It's like watching a that was something else, like, like a farm animal who's on his last legs, and the farmer's got to go put him down. <laughs> just he looks a yeah. uh, just beloved awful. family goat. Yeah, it's just it was sad. I wasn't even I I man, it was just tough to watch. We don't. I mean, I, I, obviously everybody hopes it's Teddy comes back better than ever because we love him and we want him to succeed so badly. But it's obviously his knee exploded, and you don't come back from a knee explosion necessarily. And there's nothing. He's got a cadaver. Yeah, he's got a cadaver knee. And then beyond that, I never, there's nothing else out there. So, yeah. I uh, I never particularly liked – I mean, I'm not the biggest Sam Bradford fan. I don't hate him. I just 
oh. indifferent in and, a way. And, yeah, and we celebrated his first week. We did. We were like, this is the best he's ever looked. We were like, that's great. Yeah, but I think when thrilled. they got him, I think we we mocked and ridiculed Rick for trading up sure. strength with. Uh, I, I just have never been a big Sam Bradford fan, and you know, I'm not a big fan of of cats mm-hmm. either. I don't. I don't really care about cats. I don't have a cat. There's cats mm-hmm. wandering around the place here. No one has a cat, right? No one owns a cat. No one has no a, one cat. Owns a cat. Yeah, that just it does I don't know. It doesn't they don't do a lot for me. But that said, I was working in the yard one day and a cat had got hit out on the highway. And I'm, I'm it had drug itself so it got run over its back two legs and it had drug itself I it's about I don't know, a quarter mile from the highway to to work to my shop and I'm working and I look up and here's this cat howling dragging its Ugh. back half of its body across the yard now on Monday night I'm watching Sam Bradford do something similar and it was it was comparable I don't really care about cats I don't really care about Sam Bradford but I felt bad for both of them now <laughs> I couldn't Go and you know choke out Sam Bradford and just <laughs> miserable like, like I did that poor cat because the cat you know was about to die and I just put it out of its misery. I'm not. Some would say that it would anybody be a good should idea, do but... that to Sam Bradford. That's. I don't think he's going to die. I think he'll be okay. He just can't play football. Probably coach or something. Yeah. So the comparison does have yeah, it does have limits, but it's apt. But I think in a way it's apt. The point apt. being, two things I don't particularly hate, but just don't care about: in incredible pain and uh, in suffering. I haven't been paying attention to the to the beat writers. Has there been an explanation of how he all of a sudden aged like thirty years in three weeks? Was there a was there an injury like an actual hit, or was it just like he woke up no. and was like, oh fuck? Uh, my leg doesn't work. Bruise. Okay, so they said bone bruise, mm-hmm. and so bruise is something that comes with contact, right? Well, he didn't get injured in a game that where contact could have happened, so bone bruise never really made a ton of sense. And now they're just saying wear and tear. Uh, so the short answer is no, Brent. No, no reasonable explanation has been given. So one of his legs has been asleep for like three weeks. And he just can't. Doesn't know what to do about it, but then this just doesn't work right now. Convinced Eric Sugarman, yeah, no, and and the coaching staff. Now I'll give it a shot. I'm going to give it a go. (sighs) Macho, he's too macho. And he obviously couldn't. So I don't know. It takes a bigger man to admit you're hurt than it is to go out there and give it a whirl. That's my point. Stupid asshole. Yeah. I don't know. No, I tried to slip it in. I didn't think you'd <laughs> let that one go. <laughs> no, you know, I, I just know that thought I. I'd, well, well, yeah. It takes a bigger man to not go and face three hundred pound plus. I don't. He just. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the sack. biggest man, just like me. The sacker, he just. Nobody was yeah, really that, pressured. Yeah, uh, that safety just, was pretty tough to watch. Like, I'm just going to I'm going to lay what are you down doing? here with you guys for a second. Did you think, uh, did you think uh, the play was over? Well, we have other sports to talk about. Should we, should, we, should we move on? Sure. 
All right, so uh, continued sad times. Clarence, are you recovered yet from the Twins? I don't know, debacle? Obvious defeat? What are we even calling this? It was 10 minutes of fun Bliss. followed by like five and a half hours of agony. <laughs> it's the longest game in history. I'm positive of mm-hmm. it. And uh, boy, the wind got out of our sails immediately, and then there was just nothing after that. There was a... Just nothing. Just terrible to watch. It felt like a punishment watching it. Like I'm doing some. I did something wrong, and now I have to watch the rest of this game. I yeah. I so didn't have bad. high hopes, so uh, I'm yeah. I I got over it pretty relatively quickly. Good. Yeah. Mentally, you knew like don't get sucked in. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And even after that first inning, I um, I think on the very first pitch where Santana missed. By like I don't know, eight feet, ten yeah, feet, ten feet. It was ten <laughs> feet. Like ah, I've seen this one before. I've seen this movie before. I can really see. the first time he threw a slider and it didn't actually move at all. It just sort of <laughs> lazily spun up there into the zone, and you thought, well, he's he's just he's cold. Let's see him throw another slider, and he threw another one, and it was basically just like he was throwing a fastball, but much slower, like. If he was pitching to a child and was thinking, "Man, I got to hit this kid's bat. I got to, I got to get this kid something that's going to get his confidence up." That's when you sort of sat back and said, "Well, this is going to be a long day." When I think he walked Gardner on on four pitches. I think it was on I four. I think that's right. Four pitches, and that was well, well, that was a good run, good season. Heading we'll, out to the garage. Yeah, we'll see you in March. It's it's sad that every Twins fan who has followed the team for more than five years and remembers all those Yankees series, as soon as Rosario's homer landed in the stands, they all pumped their fist and then thought to themselves, "Well, this is going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is terrible." Yeah, we were. I, I was uh, watched the first part of the game at Liquor Lyles with uh, Mike Rand and a couple other people, and uh, the the crowd. We, I mean. It the room exploded on those home runs, but it was a wary explosion. It's like we all like, well, it's just you know, this is great, this is great. Let's just see what happens in the bottom of the first, and just the sea change that happened when Gregorius hit that ball. It's like, oh yep, yep, this is this is so familiar, and it absolutely played out the way you thought it would. I, mean, I guess I didn't. I, okay, I guess oh. I didn't expect that. Uh, it would be the Yankees bullpen starting on the second out of the fucking game, but beyond that, um, every everything else was absolutely as expected. Everything about it, Inclu- inclu- yeah, including my my sweet my sweet good son Byron Buxton having to leave the game because he broke his back. That part I saw coming. I, I just uh, oh, God, oh, there. Now I'm mad again. God damn it. Nothing good ever comes without an immediate bad thing here. Nothing ever good comes without an immediate bad thing. You get a great first inning, top of the first, three runs. Immediately, not over four innings, not over six innings, immediately they counter with three runs. You get a great Byron Boxton catch. Immediately he's hurt. (laughs) The Vikings... Look good, Bradford gets immediately hurt. You, you can't, nothing good here ever comes 
without it immediately being overturned. Nothing sustainable. That's the new thing about Minnesota sports. Yeah, the little it's blip not, of hope. And they just, just a don't quick even one, just a quick hit. It's like crack, you know, that only lasts like five minutes. Like bad crack. Yes. <laughs> with yeah, with an immediate withdrawal, with immediate hangover. Yeah. Uh, oh, this five minutes, this crack is great. Oh, I just shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> not worth it. That it's not worth it. There's a reason they say to stay away from the bad yeah. crack. That's it. You shit yourself immediately. You shit yourself like within a minute. And the thing is that I mean, or they the, did ga- TV the, show, the game's been over for a week now. And you would think that, well, good, the the lambs have stopped crying. But no, we find out that Miguel Sano's going to have to have a giant rod put in his leg. So it just keeps, yeah, it what, keeps happening. This is, was it from a foul ball? Yeah. Is that it's, what happened? It just keeps getting yeah. worse. How the fuck and do you we're need gonna find a out, rod? It's, it went from, you got hit with a foul ball, might take a little, a few days to, now it's, we're, the rod is going to turn like gangrenous. Yeah. And he may end up losing his leg. I mean, it just keeps progressing. It's never getting better. And somewhere in some suburb, Jim Suhan is Googling if you need to get a steel rod on your leg because you're fat and lazy. I guarantee that that's something that's happening right now. <laughs> so I just, it's just, it just yeah. it, the, the kicking just doesn't stop. And I mean, we all are very pleased. Obviously, the season as a whole turned out much better than any of us thought it would. We all know our preseason predictions. They were all wrong, and that's great. I'm glad it happened that way. But mm-hmm. um, it's still a monumental... Just watching the you know the pitching, both the starting and bullpens, the Twins are nowhere near in either of those categories. And that's like... In, given that we know the lineup can compete for a playoff spot right now, can they... What can they do to build up the pitching on both both starting and bullpen have, to like make up that or at least make the gap more respectable? You know, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's never immediate. You don't turn around. No, you really don't immediately. It just doesn't. It just doesn't happen. It's going to have to be done mm-hmm. over years through mm-hmm. drafting and development, and it by all accounts. The boy geniuses are are uh, doing a good job on Sky, doing a different job than Terry Ryan did, and taking this team, modernizing this team, and taking it in a different direction, which was sadly and strongly needed. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, by all accounts, it's a completely different yes. direction. Um. We'll just have to wait and see if it's actually effective. Yeah, they still have to make the right calls. But it's what they're they not. Anal- analytics alone isn't going to get in there. They actually have to make the right calls on the players. No. Then, yes, you have to use yeah. the information to make, actually make it. A make, good and then a little bit of luck. Those players bad, don't. Bad. They can't all blow their arm. They can't all you can't. be Nick Birdie and just, you know, blow their arm out, like, straight away. They no. have to get a little lucky, too. It feels. I know God, this I does. I don't. Him. I know this isn't accurate, but it feels like every single year we're saying, "Okay, next year is the year that the young bullpen arms mm-hmm. are going to arrive." It feels like we've been saying that for like twenty-seven years. Correct. Like, okay, no, yep. next year is the year that Tyler J. Tyler J. is finally going to be ready next year, boys. This is it. This is going to be the year. 
Cedar it dominates Cedar Rapids or they dominate Rochester. Next year's the year they come. <laughs> I'm just hopeful that maybe that's actually true. I don't know. Yeah. The th- weird thing about bullpens is these guys come out of nowhere and they're unbelievable. Like Trevor, what's it? Trevor Hildenberger? Yeah. I still right. don't even know the fucking guy's name and he was unbelievable. Lights out for us. No clue. Is he 21 or 37? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I have no, I honestly, <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> I absolutely. Brandon's been yeah. burned before yes, on has. this. <laughs> yeah, don't make I'm me guess. I'm not knowing age. the age of. I'm not going to predict how long he'll be in the league. But like, I don't know. If you look at most relievers around the league, it's not like this was a Andrew Miller was not drafted to become a you know uh, the lights out guy that he ended up becoming. So relievers, I feel like that's a little bit of lighting in a bottle. But they do need to have somehow like three legitimate starters come from somewhere and that does not seem to be like you're talking about uh it's going to take a while to have it come up through our system and i don't know hopefully they sign a couple arms but i don't know you know what i'm looking forward to is someday us being within like 20 victories of the end result when we make our predictions because we haven't been fucking close in <laughs> no, years never no this year nope. it was they're going to win like 55 games, right? We have no idea what's going on. Year before, we thought they were going to be okay because they had one, you know, whatever, worst team in in history. And it just goes back like five years. They've been so ditch to ditch. So I would love just a – how about another 85 win year next year? Mm, amazing. How about then just gonna win 30 not years. terrible things keep happening to their best players? Like, right. I – do we know – has anybody done a check on Barrios? I mean, he is Puerto Rican. Like, are we sure he's okay? Has anybody even thought? Because that would be the next thing. Like, oh, shit. You know, it's November, and we haven't even heard from him, and he's Oh, God. Or something. Yeah, I think. comes back. <laughs> that's, weighing that's 111 even, pounds. That's even darker than I was thinking. Fucking that's winning. even darker than I was the place I was <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's probably true. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just Oh, saying. my God. I but was like, oh, man, one yeah, person, you're right. Like, Maybe he's partying too much. And you're like, no, I think he has shit. dysentery. <laughs> we as an entire state completely forgot to check on Jose Barrios. Like all three million of us or four million Minnesotans, not one person went, wait a second. Yeah, he's going to come back in March with like one of the Oregon Trail diseases. <laughs> he's going to be like, bitches, did you guys know? What, you're fucking nobody's going to come check on me? Or no phone tree? Nobody to? <laughs> there's, no, there's no phone tree? What? <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. Yes. First and foremost, I want bad things to stop happening to our Let's just boys. start there. No metal rods being placed yeah. in. And then also, I mean, I mean, players that almost bodies. definitely means he's the DH for the rest of his Twins career. Maybe occasional first base, but that puts Ed. At, I mean, I'm Ed was great at third base when, you know, when Sano went out. So I'm shit. Throw the keys. Throw the keys to the middle-aged kid. And let let Ed shine. Yeah. Ed was really good in August and September. So, and I know we all the sport of po- the sport of podcast yeah, he's loves not like Ed. An old guy, we love it. There's no there's no worry about Ed becoming three hundred no. pounds. No, 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 we can we can. We're pretty sure. Punch in, punch mm-hmm. out. He gets his workouts not in. The, not the kind of frame no. that can carry. He'll just eat his plain chicken breasts and his you know broccoli and carrots, yeah. and he'll be fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Big smile. Uh, do you guys are you rooting for anybody now that uh, are you still watching? 
Uh, I'm rooting pretty hard for the Indians right now to beat the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't want to see the Yankees succeed ever. And I was was pleased to see Houston take out Boston. That was fine by me. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, I could. I think Houston... As someone who has spoken... I think Houston's the winner overall. Yeah, uh, I've spoken negatively of the Houston area in the past just because it's a big sprawl of nothing, but obviously they've had a a fair amount of shit tossed their way here in the last couple of months, so if Houston were to win, I think that'd probably be be fine by me. I have no particular favorites in the National League at all. I'm up for the the Nationals. uh... I like the Nationals. Oh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose game five to Chicago. You know this, right? Yeah, in the most painful manner possible. Yes, Braxy, you got to be going for Houston. They're kind of the the analytic darling, right? Yeah, I love when guy when teams tank and it works. It's my favorite. Yeah. My favorite thing because I, I can uh, just I can just keep it in my back pocket when I get another fucking hinky. Just another, you know, things happen. So it's good to have a success. I, I just, I'm just packing in the case studies and just putting them in my briefcase, and walking into Twitter.com and getting yelled at. Uh, I love, yeah, not by me. No, no, tank, no. High road. Well, no tanking. Well, whatever. We're not going to go down this road. Tank, tank, but tanking was never the point. The point was about Sam Hinkie and his lack of resume. Mm, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, let's get into it. Let's another let's forty five more no, minutes. I'm not doing let's it. Get rid- no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I'm on the high road. High road. High no. road. We started. No, no, no. I'm on the high road. No, no, no. High, no whatever I'm road you're on, no, I'm you higher. The, no, you're on. No. It's one of those five. You go down in, there. Inner intersection and the top one, highest road. Nope. Clouds. No. Nope. <laughs> Stratosphere, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this Neil is Neil Armstrong and me. This is <laughs> looking down on you. Highest road. I'm the guy in the Red Bull commercial that jumped from space. Uh, this is our this is our very worst bit, but I want to do a live update. John, are the are the Yankees beating the Indians right now? Uh, yeah, it's the top of the ninth inning, and the Yankees are up three to two. They got a okay. couple runners on base. Okay, yeah, I would cheer for the Indians if I thought they were going to make it through tonight. Like, but either way, uh, yeah, I love Houston and I like the Dodgers. I'm very sorry about that. Oh Jesus! I know. What? Well, I got a friend. He likes him, so I like him. Why too. does he like him? Is he from well, LA? He's from LA. Yep. All right, that's allowed. And the the Dodgers seem like they're you know like a front running team, but no, I think they not haven't. even allowed. Are you, unless your friends like Corey Seager, you don't get to be a Dodger fan. Well, I'm not gonna name names, but it's. It's, uh, it's Corey Seager. It's Corey. Sorry, Keeger. He doesn't have any friends, so that Bode, I know you're lying. Bodie Kellinger. Tustin Jerner is his name. Uh, <laughs> have you seen that guy recently? Like Justin I'm fine Turner? with yeah. I'm fine with the growing out of whatever he, uh, but he is like legitimately one of the uglier human beings in the face <laughs> of the earth. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like. The only guy who's giving Brent Burns a run for his money in the ugly department. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it hurts. It hurts to look at him physically. Uh, okay, we got to move on. We got to go lightning round, guys. We're almost at an hour. Uh, so I want to talk about the Wild and want to turn to the number one puck guy, Stu. How are the Wild looking yes. so far? I believe they're 0-2, I think. Maybe. I was watching a game, and they went into overtime and had to do a shootout. They lost the shootout. Uh, so, 
They lost the shootout, but I thought they maybe got like a courtesy point because they lost mm-hmm. later. A, That's how hockey works, right? You get a courtesy mm-hmm. point in the shootout. So I guess oh one and like oh uh, one and one, I think, or oh one oh and one because that tie. Not so a it's tie. like you you lost you lost the game, but it took you a while to lose. So here's a freebie. John explained here's this to me last year, and I had it pretty much down when I was following my birds to almost Stanley Cup glory. But um, I, yeah, I, I, I have forgotten the goddamn the point system in the off season. But um, from what I gathered from, because um, I knew I knew hockey season had begun, because Clarence's uh, Twitter account really started to seethe about nine thirty at night on game nights. <laughs> so I, I, I knew the season was back, <laughs> and um, I, I, I think it has started poorly. But they also have not played any home games. So that is my analysis of the first two games that I have not watched. Huh. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that should wrap it up for hockey. Unless, I guess, Clarence or John, do you have any anything to add to that? No, you guys covered it all very yep, that's well. That's it. That's it. Um, okay, well, then I want to move on to the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, I'd love to hear from our uh, top Wolves expert. Clarence, do you have any predictions on this season, the Minnesota Timberwolves? I just want to set the stage again. This is our NBA team. They play 82 games in the regular season, um, and they start uh, Wednesday, October 18th. So we're recording this on the 11th. Next Wednesday evening, um, they'll be playing basketball. So what do you, what are your thoughts? You love Jim Butler. We, we determined that. You're a Jim Butler fan. Lunch Jim worker. Butler fan because Lunch pail he... guy. Yep. He what was the thing he, that he did that he, I he doesn't watch TV. <laughs> He's too busy. I like that. He doesn't like he, he keep up on social He's media. He's a millennial, but he claims that he's not a millennial. And you love that thing where you just try to opt out of a generation. So he did I, that too. Like that. Yeah. He's uh he's a lunch pail guy on the on the court. A low that. draft pick and worked himself up just through hard work. Uh, Love that. Embraced. Oh, he said somebody made a comment about him one time that he, I don't know what it was, made a joke that he would be, he's bad at football. He can only play basketball. And he's carried a football with him everywhere he's gone for like four straight years. Holy shit. He goes to a. Somebody says something and he just absolutely can't fucking let it go. go. He he came to the first press conference with the Wolves. uh, Like his only thing he had with him was a football. And everyone was like really confused about it and he told some funny story about like yeah someone gave me shit about it one time and i so now i just have a football with me everywhere hmm for I years think making that story this. up because that's a little too <laughs> i think you're full of shit this is like Where? remember that we read that article um we read that article about uh chris bosh and uh and it was like oh yeah he's kind of a you know He's into some some different things you'd think from like an NBA basketball player, and it turns out he like was really into craft beer, and then he wanted to learn the guitar, and he learned how to play Simple Man. And you're like, give me a fucking break! <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> this is made up. <laughs> Somebody's just fucking with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Uh where's Jimmy? Where's Jim Butler from? Uh, Jim Butler, like fr- uh, from college, I think he went to. No, not co- I don't care so much about college. Where did he sure. grow up? Okay, one second, please. Um, Wade, who's calling Wade? Wade, I'm, call- I'm going to call Wade right now. 
Uh, he. If you say like uh, Wanamingo or something, I'm gonna say fuck you. Clarence, he's from Tomball, Texas. Tomball, Texas. Staples, Mm. Motley, Minnesota. Wow. (laughs) Yep. Born in Houston. Houston. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Marquette. Marquette, I think I knew. That's so I'm worried about the spy factor, but. Texas. All right, I'm still considering it. I think the things you're saying are half full of shit. Uh, I don't have a. I don't know. Um, Timberwolves. I don't know. Uh, Rubio will get uh, top ten MVP votes. Um, I, I mean, I'm a believer in that. Yeah. The. Uh, your little guy got a contract today. Yep, Andy Wiggins um, got a big contract. I he's not my guy, by the way. I, ho- I <laughs> no, hope. I hope. I was gonna say he's very much Brandon's guy. Brandon yeah. talks a lot about how much he loves Andrew Wiggins. Oh, I hope he turns into something someday. But I am I am not exactly the biggest Wiggins fan. Do analytics love Wiggins or do they hate Wiggins? They don't like him at all. He's, they say he's a guy that. Scores decent, but he gives them all back on defense and doesn't do jack shit beyond scoring. And if you watch the game sometimes, you know I'm a big X's and O's guy. I like to see the all-10 tape. And uh, there's a lot of times that he's just sort of standing kind of near where the ball might be and just doesn't go for it. Just stand around. Saves his energy. So it's kind of annoying. And I think Jim, I think Jim Butler will be a guy that will kick him in the ass and, and be like, go get the rebound next time. Jerk off. What, so it'll be fun uh, to watch. Why do you if if Tibbs hates analytics? Why do you love Tibbs so much? Tibbs likes analytics. What? Where did you hear this? Where? If where, Tibbs likes analytics, then why would they give Wiggins the max? Uh, I think the problem is they're the Timberwolves, and if you can lock up a guy who's good and have to overpay for him, you still got to overpay. But he's for not him. good though. You just said analytics analytics hates him, so he's not good. He's overrated. How about this? Analytics overrates him. They think he's about average right now. But he's also only 21, so it's not like the worst idea in the world. I just don't really like him that much. I don't think it's like a disaster contract. It's just you had to do that. It's one of those, like, maybe like the Joe Maurer contract, if you look back on it. Like, it could work out. It no, might not, but you kind of have to Joe do Joe Maurer is in a non-salary cap sport. So Andrew Wiggins' salary has real ramifications. Oh, of course. But... Mowers had ramifications too, obviously. Self-imposed, like self-imposed. Yes, but I'm just saying, like it's it's it felt it feels like that contract more inevitable than like good or bad to me. Like, hmm. yeah, if you're pretty good at top number one pick, you're probably gonna get a max, hmm. and you gotta hold on to him. I don't Even know. though he's overrated, and you could trade him potentially to somebody who would overvalue him and get value that way mm, yeah i would love to have seen a trade i just and my yeah it didn't happen so they traded away a guy that analytics loves Likes, and gave a yeah. max to a guy analytics hates overrates yeah but tibbs loves analytics <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep Hmm. That's not all adding up to me. 
I can circle that. That that circle is squared to me. I get it. I'm down with it. Can we put thirty seconds? No, Rubio. Oh, can we put thirty seconds on the yeah. clock to talk about uh, Ricky Rubio's makeover? He is the only. Yeah. He's the only person who's gone to Utah to look more hardcore. Because <laughs> you know he was like that really nice, you know, gentle, big brown eyed, puppy dog looking guy here, and now he looks like a villain from Die Hard too. Like he's not. Yeah, he's, he's stealing. He's the hair is all stealing every back, guy's girl. Full facial hair. Call, yeah. Just uses the word daddy a lot. You know, it's just it's it's. <laughs> he's just completely done a heel turn, and he did it by going from Minneapolis to Salt Lake City, where there are three bars. And I just, I want to give Rubio credit for just doing that. It's, it's, it deserves credit, and I want to honor that. And we can go back to the conversation a, like a, He came into Minnesota as like a, he's like a nine-year-old, just had learned how to ride a bike. And now he's like, I wouldn't let my wife like a hundred feet. No, God, no. He just would come. He would steal her immediately. Oh yeah. You'd have no shot. It would be all over. No. Built a family. All of it gone Mm -hmm. in one glance Mm -hmm. from him to my wife. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure he still can hit the broadside of a barn. So there's limits to like how, how uh, crazy this revenge tour of his is going to go. But he does look pretty jacked right now. And I still am in love with him. And I might buy the NBA package purely just to watch him a couple times a week. It's a sickness. Not proud. Why? Wait, why aren't you proud? You should be very proud. I miss well, Ricky very much. I miss him I, very much. Just like I have very limited free time, and now I'm going to be devoting it to watching Utah Jazz games. I don't, I don't know. That's, it's a weird thing to be It seems like a into. great thing to devote your time to. <laughs> you should be yeah, thrilled I mean, with yourselves. You make excellent decisions, Brandon. I've always said this. John, thank you. This is great. You can come watch sometime. Do you want to? I would love to. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. I'm moving into your basement. Rubio watch party. Oh, man. That's going to be great. Uh, but as for the Wolves, I think they'll probably be fine, but worse than people think. And uh, Because they're the Wolves, things will go wrong. They're the Wolves. Things, things will go wrong. I guess I'm, I feel like they are predicted by the smart people to get like a five or six seed. I think they're going to be battling for that eighth seed, and uh, we'll see. Like, do you remember that one year when the when the Wolves had love and they had sort of assembled a half decent teams? I I think they ended up winning forty games, but in games decided by five points or less, they were zero and thirty five. And yes, somehow they, they were the only, they were the only team in the league that, if you looked at like the standings of leading after the third quarter, every other team in the league was like. 42 and 4 and the wolves were somehow at a losing record no matter it was it was insane it was just absolute insanity i still have nightmares about that season they would win a game against the best team in the league by like 30 and then lose to the worst team by two yeah. at the buzzer they'd go Every seven minutes game. at the end of the game without scoring a, a point and lose Ugh. Ugh. so it might be one of those it might be one of those I'm I'm uh, I'm prepared for disappointment as always. John, how many wins do you think they're going to get? Uh, what did you predict? I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm, they get 48 wins. Whoa, man! 
Good for you. I was going to say 44. 48 seems like the right good but also decidedly mediocre kind of number for the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's still a disappointment. Even 48 yeah. feels like, oh. 48 and 34 uh, is like, eh, eh, meh. It's like. You're all right. You're going to get your ass kicked by Oklahoma City in, this, in the playoffs or whatever. Right. Or whoever. Uh, Stu, what about you? 42 and 40. Love it. Uh, and Clarence, remember, 82 games. And you can't say they get, uh, like, disbanded halfway through the season or anything like you've done before. All right. Uh, how many take? How many wins would it take to be the number three overall seed in the West? Uh, probably, let's see <laughs> well, given the West, probably sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> I would say fifty-eight. Fifty-eight wins. Fifty-eight wins. Number three seed in the West, but they. Lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Jazz, uh, and the off-season hype, the off-season discussion revolves around, continues to evolve, revolve around, and is only amplified about Tib Tibbs overusing his players because by the first round of the playoffs they were spent and were upset, didn't did not win a series. That's despite being the number three seed. The, I'm shocked by a couple of things here. I'm shocked at the reason behind this, all the because it, it's a very reasonable point of view, and also the optimism. It's weirding me out. That's freaking me out. Well, I think it's optimism in the sense that yeah, they become they're the number three overall seed. Oh, but that was like that's what they went for the whole time. They're not smart enough to understand arrest guys, and that'll be. Our Super Bowl will be getting into the playoffs. Yeah, I get that. And then if the offseason isn't celebrating that they had success, it's, it's again, revolving around, is Tibbs really the guy? Yeah, like Carl Anthony Towns just, like, keels over and dies from exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Not even so anything not, wrong with him. He just knows. You're not even excited. Yep. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, okay. I, we, I'd like to, I wish I could name what team would be, like, the sixth in the West so I could give an even more specific prediction. But I don't. I don't have any idea. Um, fuck, I don't know. I six in the West. Let me take a stab. Could San Antonio be a six? Could have Have to be a few injuries, but yeah, that's totally reasonable. San Antonio, San Antonio, first round. San Antonio Tibbs overused his players in regular season. First round loss. It's pretty good. It's pretty. I mean, it's bad, but it's pretty good. Um. Okay, last topic, John. Uh, Stu had a question for you. Uh, the boat we've all been rowing together has hit a sandbar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a pretty good one. Pretty good sized sandbar here. Uh, what? What? Now what? What do we do? What's uh, the next step for us? It, it. Everybody on the team's hurt. I. I think it'll be interesting to see. How, whether they improve over the rest of the season or whether they just go in the toilet. I think that'll that'll give us some idea of what we're dealing with in terms of P.J. Fleck. Because I think we're, 
we're all used to as Gopher fans this thing where they have a chance at the end of every game and then find a new way to blow it. Like the the game last weekend against Purdue, which they blew, and then they gave themselves a chance and then they blew it again. It was it was amazingly vintage Glenn Mason, Tim Brewster kind of Gopher football right there. It was it, it was a blast from the past and. Right so now, the playbook must just be kept in the office. The guys well, leave; they just leave that playbook in there, and the next guy picks it up. And he's like, "Oh, cool." Their I'll playbook is their playbook is one sheet of paper right now because they have a quarterback who can't throw, and they have an offensive line who can't block. And so it, I, I got to tell you, it, we're we're great football minds, but this is this is for the listeners. If you can't block or throw, you really are pretty much out of options on offense. There's 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 just not a lot they can do. They their offensive line was already the youngest thing ever, and then everyone got hurt. At some point, I think this is true on on Saturday. They had a true freshman in at left tackle, which matched the true freshman they had at right tackle because they had to take the redshirt freshman that was already playing at right tackle had to move to center because the center had also gotten hurt. So it it was they're basically playing a bunch of 17-year-olds on the offensive line. They have Connor Rhoda who may or may not be right-handed as their quarterback. It's it's a it's a disaster. All of their defensive backs are hurt or suspended as the, according to personal preference. It's you can row the boat all you want, but they just don't have a lot of oars right now. Yuck. No good. So what should I do? <clears throat> should I watch or should I not watch? Well, here's they got a chance at a couple of wins. They should. They, they have a pretty good chance of beating Illinois because Illinois is... The state of Illinois is not very good at football. Chicago Bears are terrible. The University of Illinois is not, not, not very good at football either. So they got a chance of beating them. You can... You probably have... They have some hopes of... Winning against Michigan State at home this week, and they they play Nebraska later in the year at home. That one's probably Nebraska's terrible. So you just sort of hope that they can come through and win a couple of games and give themselves some hope. That's <clears throat> that's really all all they got at this point. Just hoping for hope. Yeah, that's all we can do. Right. Well, there isn't any, and there isn't going to be any, and you know yep. that. We I all do. know that. That's true. Well, John, we successfully avoided that one thing, and we'll continue to do so uh, until, you know, we'll bring it up at a later date, and we can talk about nah, it. Nah, let's just avoid just, it forever. Forever. I'd like <laughs> to not talk about it forever. I I can commit to trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Stu lasted, what, 12 seconds? 12 seconds. Well, you, 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 uh, you'll, 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 you'll have a treat for the first 10 minutes of the episode, John. I would maybe avoid it if I read, yeah. but... Uh, um, can I ask, yeah, uh, John? Ahead to about twenty-five. Uh, John, you sounded fairly reasonable talking about the Gophers. Can we get a glimpse into Dave's mindset right now? What's Dave thinking about the oh, Minnesota I, Golden Gophers? Dave's pretty much right at the same place I am. They're just injured and young and not very good. That's that wow. seems reasonable. That seems like acceptance. That's alarming. Something. Well, yeah. you see, Dave's a very reasonable person who plays a. Plays a crazy person on Twitter. Hmm. Oh, oh it sounds like somebody I. That, yeah, it sounds not familiar to me at all. Sounds it doesn't horrible. sound familiar at all. Not familiar. Mm-hmm. I've I've never I've never heard of such a thing. 
It's a wild concept. Huh. Uh, well, let's shut her down. Let's yeah. shut her down for the night. It's been a long one. We're all caught up, though. Yeah, good. I think, yeah, yeah. we didn't miss anything, did we? I think we got everything. Oh, probably. Oh, I'm sure. We, I mean, I but know we did. Like but... Oh, um, quick uh, 30 seconds. Uh, shout out to the Minnesota fucking Lynx, huh? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right. I got to get to one of those games. I still have never been. I feel like it's a good thing to bring the kids or something. <laughs> to, a po- After four <laughs> to a positive Minnesota After sporting experience. Yes, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be so confused. What? Why is there joy? What, the team that what is this joy? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Someday. Uh, okay. There we go. Let's uh, let's call let's call it. Alrighty. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.